Hello and welcome to another edition of Play Me or Fade Me. And thank you for joining us as always. Well, March is about surviving and advancing. And about seven games into our card last night, I didn't know if I was going to survive or advance. My wife was even letting me ice, ice cream because I was so down and depressed. But we rally late after two overtime losses in the Big South early in the day. We get a big one home in double overtime by a half a point. And we're doing cartwheels with a six and eight card. It could have been a whole lot worse. So six and eight, I'm going to take it. I'm going to run with it. And I'm going to feel like we have momentum. So let's get to the card for Thursday. And we start in the Big Ten. It is Michigan minus the two over Iowa. So I've had regret for the last couple of weeks for not playing Michigan plus the points at Iowa earlier this year when the Wolverines won by five. I'd get another opportunity tonight, though. Michigan is 2-1 and one without Coach Jawan Howard. They beat Rutgers, and they beat Michigan State. Iowa's a good basketball team, and they're playing really well right now. They've won four straight, and they've won by double digits in their last nine wins. Mr. Murray, he's amazing, but Michigan is winning tonight. I'm on the Wolverines, minus the two over Iowa. Next up, we go to the Big 12. Well, it didn't work earlier in the week, but we're going to try it again. It's Kansas minus the 10 and a half over TCU. So KU has lost back-to-back games and is now tied in the loss column with Baylor for the conference lead after losing by 10 at TCU earlier this week. The Horned Frogs have been excellent at home, but their last three road games have been 9, 10, and 13-point losses. I expect Kansas to bounce back at home with a big, big statement victory. Ten and a half is a ton, but I'm going to lay it tonight with Kansas over TCU. Next up, we go to the Pac-12. It is Oregon minus the four at Washington. So we've hit some turbulence of late with the Ducks, losing three of four, but I'm still going to back them tonight. They beat Washington by 28 in the first meeting, and they have some good wins on the road at UCLA and USC this year. Meanwhile, the Huskies, they're nine and six at home, but they've lost five of six with a 14-point average margin of defeat. The Huskies are nine and nine in the Pac-12, but only have one win against a team with a winning record in the conference. So I'm going to take the Ducks on the road, minus the four at Washington. Next up, we go to the Big West. It is Cal State Fullerton. Minus the two and a half over UC Riverside. So the Titans are 10 and one at home and currently tied with Long Beach State for the conference lead, but they're coming off an ugly loss to San Diego, but that one didn't count in the conference standings. Riverside won the first meeting by 13, and they've won three of four with three double digit victories, but they've also lost back to back road games by double digits. With all that said, I'm going to lay the two and a half with the Titans at home staying tied for the conference lead. Next up, we go to the big sky. It is Montana minus the two and a half over Northern Colorado. So I'm extremely nervous about a potential letdown for the Grizzlies after the big emotional win over rival Montana State. But Montana is really good at home. They're 14 and one. Meanwhile, Northern Colorado won the first meeting by three and they do have big road wins already this season at Southern Utah, Eastern Washington, and Weber State. It's going to be a fun one tonight, but I'm going to take the Grizz 
minus the two and a half over the Bears at home. Next up now, we go to conference tournament play, and we start with Arch Madness in St. Louis. In the 8-9 game, we're going to take Indiana State plus the one and a half over Illinois State. So this is the third straight year for the Redbirds of Illinois State playing in the dreaded Thursday night play-in game in St. Louis. That's why Dan Mueller was let go late in the season, and Brian Jones is now the interim coach. Illinois State was just 1-13 and away from home this year. Indiana State was 3-13 and away from home. This is a back-to-back game situation. We continue to run into several of these. Illinois State crushed Indiana State by 20 in the final game of the regular season, then to five-game losing streak. Meanwhile, for Indiana State, they won the first meeting by three, but then they lost five straight games after that to end their season. I was at Arch Madness back in 2001 when Indiana State went on a magical run to cut down the nets for old coach Royce Waltman as a number five seed. They even beat Dana Altman, Kyle Korver, and the Creighton Blue Jays along the way. As Waltman once said that year, these Sycamores won't crack tonight. So I like Indiana State plus the one and a half over Illinois State. Next up, we go to the 7-10 game. It is Evansville plus the six over Valparaiso. So these are the only current Valley programs that have yet to win Arch Madness. Valpo is still a newcomer to the league, but Evansville has been around since the mid-90s. Evansville lost back-to-back games to Valpo just a couple weeks ago, 72-56 and 74-69. Former Butler and Iowa head coach Todd Licklider has had a tough season this year. He's lost seven straight, and his team finished just 2-16 and in the Valley. Meanwhile, Valpo lost seven of their final 10 with only one win outside of the two Evansville games. Everything points to playing Valpo, but I'm a sucker for the Purple Aces on opening night. They will shoot the three. I just need them to make a few tonight. I'm going to take Evansville plus the six over Valparaiso. Next up, we head to the Horizon League. Three games for us in the Horizon, and we start with the one versus 10 battle. It is Cleveland State minus the 11 over Robert Morris. So sometimes you just have someone's number. Robert Morris has only won two of their last eight games. Both of those wins were at Youngstown State, including winning the 7 versus 10 game earlier in the week. Robert Morris also played Cleveland State tough in both of the previous meetings, losing by one and seven. The Vikings limp in with two straight losses, and they've lost four of seven down the stretch. But I expect Cleveland State to be locked in tonight. Those tight games earlier in the year against Robert Morris should maybe favor him. I'm going to lay the 11 with Cleveland State at home over Robert Morris. Next up, we go to Oakland and Wright State. Yeah, it's the four versus five battle on the horizon, and we're going to play the Golden Grizzlies plus the five at Wright State. So this is my last chance to bet on one of these teams for the year. Both teams now have won two straight, and they're still a major threat to win the conference tournament. Wright State won the first two meetings of the year, 60, or excuse me, 75 to 64 and 78 to 74. Number three win tonight will be a little bit tougher. So I'm going to go with the Golden Grizzlies plus the five at Wright State. 
Next up on the card in the Horizon League, it is the three versus six matchup, and we like Detroit plus the four and a half at Northern Kentucky. So head coach Mike Davis prepared his team for this moment with a tough non-conference schedule and an overall schedule that included 18 road games and just 10 home games. The Titans have actually beat Northern Kentucky in both of the prior meetings, 60 to 52 and 74 to 68. Number six over number three is a common upset. Let's make it happen tonight. I'm on Detroit plus the four and a half over Northern Kentucky. Next up, we go to the Sun Belt, and we got two games in the belt for you tonight. Coastal Carolina minus the six over Georgia Southern. Coastal has won three straight, and they beat Georgia Southern in both meetings during the season, winning by four and winning by 21. Georgia Southern ended a six-game losing streak, beating Louisiana Monroe by six in the final game of the regular season. I think Coastal might be a tough out in this tournament, so I'm going to back him tonight. Minus the six over Georgia Southern. Then the final game on the card is Louisiana Lafayette, the Ragin' Cajuns, minus three over UT Arlington. So I need early action, and this is the first game on the card. I need to watch something while I'm pretending to work anyway. The Ragin' Cajuns have lost both to UT Arlington this year, losing by 10 on the road and losing by three at home. Louisiana's had some good wins early in the conference season, They beat App State, Troy, Arkansas State, and Coastal to give me some hope that they have potential upside. Meanwhile, Arlington, they lost 9 of 12 down the stretch. It's not a great angle today, but with these two teams being very similar, I just don't see the Ragin' Cajuns losing three straight to Arlington. So I'm on Louisiana minus the three over UT Arlington. So let's recap your card for Thursday in the Big Ten. We like Michigan minus the two over Iowa. We like Kansas minus the 10 and a half over TCU. We're on Oregon minus the four at Washington. In the Big West, we like Cal State Fullerton minus the two and a half over UC Riverside. We like Montana minus the two and a half over Northern Colorado. In the Missouri Valley, we like Indiana State plus the one and a half over Northern Illinois. We're also on Evansville, plus the six over Valparaiso. In the Horizon League, we like Cleveland State, minus the 11 over Robert Morris. We're on Oakland, plus the five at Wright State. We're on Detroit, plus the four and a half at Northern Kentucky. In the Sun Belt, we like Coastal Carolina, minus the six over Georgia Southern. And also in the Sun Belt, we're on the Ragin' Cajuns of Louisiana, minus the three over UT Arlington. So that's your card for Thursday. As always, manage that bankroll. Don't chase money. Have fun, and let's cast some tickets together. Good luck, everyone.